When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Right now, Super Bowl 57 is about to take place on Sunday, the Eagles and the Chiefs. And our next guest is an AP writer. He's involved in all the postseason NFL awards. Very, very cool. He's uh, there at Radio Row getting ready for the big game. Looking forward to talking to him, Rob Matty, on the phone all the way out in Arizona. Rob, Sid Rosenberg, and Scott Kaplan back in New York City. How are you, buddy? What's up, fellas? I need more on all these fights you almost got. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, we were young. Give me some yeah, more. No, we were young, and especially me, and uh, I got all fired up. And uh, long story short, a lot of really cool memories, but I'm very happy they were 25 years Yeah, but, but Rob, all of these near fights always happened because I would say to Sid, keep your hands out of people's faces. That's true. And he would always touch people's faces. Always, with yes. his, and I was like, nobody <laughs> wants to be touched That's true. That's true. by Sydney. Keep your freaking hands yeah. out of my face. Yeah, I did do that. And, and that's what caused a lot of these problems. Death fingers. Fights, yeah, I would have won them all. Like, see, Rob, thank you. For, you're off to a great start. Keep it going, Rob. You're off to a great start. I'm not sure that's true, but the good news is no fights today. No fights today. But I do want to ask you something that came up with me and Scott during the break, and that is I know you're an AP writer. I know you cover a lot of the postseason awards. How do you get that gig? How does an AP writer go from that to the guy that makes a decision as to whether or not Brian Dable, which he better win, better win, wins coach of the year? Oh, man, it, it's really easy because I don't get a vote. I just, I just assign the writers did and or the panel of nationwide panel of media. So it's writers. It's people who cover the league nationally. So it's writers. It's some broadcasts, some former players we have. Some former coaches are also on that panel. All I got to do is count them. That's it. So I, I don't get a I don't get a say in who wins or loses, who finishes first, second, or third. We just count the awards. We we um, and then we announce those at the NFL Honors, which is this Thursday night. But uh, Brian Dable's a finalist. Nick Sirianni's not a finalist. He's in the Super Bowl, and he's not a finalist for the AP Coach well, that, of the that, Year, that, that's based, I thought Well, that's based on expectations. I guess we knew coming in the Eagles would be a very good football team. The Giants, i got to tell you, the fact they won 10 games this year and a road win in Minnesota, based on the talent or lack of on that team, that's a miracle. Eagles had talent, a lot of it. Yeah, and Dable was able to take a guy like Daniel Jones and make him a serviceable, capable backup and win with him and go to the playoffs and win with him. So I, I think that does speak to a lot of what he was able to do. I think he came in, he changed the culture there. He instilled a, a, a winning attitude. Those guys started to believe in him, and that goes a long way, Sid. Rob, am I detecting some Philly in that in that accent a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I grew up in Philly, but I've, I've long since been out of Philly. We moved to South Jersey, and then I, I got to – I got to Florida, and I'll never go back. Oh, yeah? What part of Florida? Me and Sid got Florida ties, too. Right outside of Tampa. So it's uh, it's beautiful waking up the palm trees and water every day, and it, it's quite enjoyable. I only go back up. You know, I was at the NFC Championship game, which was 
it, it wasn't anything uh, <laughs> that came with such a blowout, but uh, it, it was good to be up there and see that one. I covered the Eagles for 21 years, so yeah. it was a long time. Yeah, I can hear that, Philly. So, you know, um, I am curious, as far as the Eagles go, getting into this game now, um, we talk about Sirianni. You know, Sid, you say that he, you know, he shouldn't really be there because they had expectations. But you go back a couple of years ago. Nick Sirianni's only a second-year head coach, right? Yeah. Well, by the way, I didn't say he shouldn't be there. I'm saying that's maybe the reason why he's not there. I believe he should be there. Right. I mean, he should be a guy. Because let's face it, Rob, who was Nick Sirianni before he is who he is today? Oh, that's a great question. Because he comes to Philly after they fired Doug Peterson. And the the thought process was that the Eagles hired somebody that they can manipulate, that they can control, that they can mold. Because if you if you remember, Doug Peterson was fired because he wanted to have full control over the coaching staff. He was a Super Bowl winning head coach, and and he said, hey, enough is enough with the meddling from the owner and the front office. I need to be able to control who my coaches are. So out the door he goes. In comes Nick Sirianni. Offensive coordinator from Indy. Nobody else interviewed him. It's not like he was the hot young candidate. He comes to Philly, and that was the thought. Like, oh, the Eagles went out and they brought in somebody who will allow the owner and the GM to do what they want. The Eagles get off to a two and five start, guys. And I don't know if you remember, Nick Sirianni has a news conference where he makes a flower analogy about he put up a flower. He showed it to the team. He told them to keep watering, to keep fertilizing. You're going to get better. You're going to do this. And and everybody wanted him fired in Philly. The media, the fans, yeah. they, they thought he didn't belong. So okay. here he is. <laughs> He's twenty-two and six since that since that flower. Now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it worked. That worked well for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all know, of course, that this game on Sunday is not the big story in the NFL. And the big story, of course, is that Tom Brady retired a couple of days ago. I'll tell you something interesting. Mike Francesa set to join me here on Thursday morning. He comes on, uh, Rob, he's on with uh, Stephen A. Smith. Last week, ESPN did a Mike and the Mad Dog reunion, and it was Mike and Chris and Stephen A. And uh, Mike says, let me tell you something. I'll give you Brady's the best quarterback ever, but with this, he's not the best regular season quarterback ever. That was Peyton Manning. And he's not the best postseason quarterback ever. That was Joe Montana. He was only willing to give Brady the, quote, unquote, best quarterback ever because of the amount of years and the amount of wins. But on any given day, he would not pick Brady to play in a postseason or regular season game. Your thoughts on that? All right, I'm a guy who was going to name one of my daughters Montana after Joe, but my, <laughs> yeah, wife, nice. my wife vetoed that, yeah. so we went with Melina. That's funny that, because yeah. I was, I was going to name my son Len Marshall or Jim Burt because the way they crippled Joe Montana in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that was the point. I was just going to make that point. I never saw Tom Brady defeated or beat up. Like There were some games where Joe Montana in the playoffs had, had a tough go. I, I, I don't know how you can look at the body of work for Tom Brady and not say he's the greatest of all time. I don't care if you want to say regular season, postseason, playoffs, Super Bowl only. He's 7-3 and three in the Super Bowl. He's won all these playoff games. He's been able to do everything that you can possibly do to lift the team together. Look, he goes to Tampa Bay. Everybody says, hey, is it Brady or Belichick? It's the system. It's that He goes to Tampa Bay, and he takes the Buccaneers to a Super Bowl in his first season right. there. I think that should have ended all conversation about who's the greatest of all time. I know. It really – it actually irritated me watching that last week because I'm like, come on, Mike, really? Like, you're, you're taking from Brady. Okay. I'll give him the Super Bowls because as if that's not the goal. 
right? I'll give them the Super Bowls. But as far as regular season, Peyton, playoffs, Montana, but yet overarching is Brady. He's the greatest. I mean, come on. Just, just, he is the greatest quarterback we've ever I seen. I agree. And, and, and the story gets, it's even better. You know, I mean, when you go back to his Michigan days and he's sitting there with Lloyd Carr, his coach, and Lloyd Carr says, come, stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Worry about you. I don't know how we got on this Brady thing. I think it's because I mentioned the movie. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Or, in fact, that is the biggest NFL story. One more big story. We'll wrap this up here, Rob, is the Denver Broncos hired Sean Payton last week after uh, spending a year doing awful television on Fox <laughs> after his great job in New Orleans. Uh, they, uh, they gave up quite a bit to get Sean Payton. What do you think? you think Denver uh, made the right move? They gave up a lot. you think that was the right move for the Broncos bringing in Sean Payton? I'll tell you what, I need another voter. We started off talking about the, the wards and everything else. Sean voted was, was on the panel this year, so I, I got to replace him. I, I think Sean Payton's a great head coach, but you, you look at what he had in New Orleans with Drew Brees and all those years, and he's still only able to win that one Super Bowl. Is he slightly overrated? Perhaps. Let's see what he can do in Denver with he's got a strong defense, he's got some weapons on offense, he's got to fix Russell Wilson. Yeah, That seems like a tough task right now. But I, I, I don't think Russell Wilson went from future Hall of Famer to absolutely trash quarterback overnight for a reason. I, I still okay. think he's got some talent, and, and it's going to be that, – that might be what stamps Sean Payton's Hall of Fame credentials. If he can go to Denver and, and do yep. a good job there and win something, that, that'll, that'll prove it to me. I, agree. Oh, yeah, so I was yeah. at that game in Miami. That cold, It was actually a cold day, believe it or not. It was not waiting. Uh, that was the Bears and Colts, oh. which Wayne when Prince did the halftime show. Not the Saints no, in Miami? No, the Saints, it was a cold, sunny, blustery day. Oh, but they might be right. Peyton yeah. Manning in yeah. Miami. Yeah. Manning won in Miami when he beat the Bears in the yeah. rain. He lost to uh, Breeze in the sunny, brisk uh, February day in Miami. Hey, Rob, thank you for uh, chiming in this morning. I know that you've lived in Philadelphia and New York for a long time. You must have heard... WFAN and all those fights back and forth must have been fun for you growing up, right? The ISP, FAN fights, all that good stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I was on, uh, I was on WIP at one point, uh, five, six years ago. I was a producer there back in the day. So it, it's cool to talk to you, Sid. Grew up, Thank I listened you. to you a little bit and uh, really appreciate the conversation. Now keep that rain away because you kept talking about rain in this conversation. <laughs> I, I don't want it anywhere near me here. No, nah, you, yeah. you guys can have great weather on Sunday. Enjoy the game. You were terrific this morning, Rob. Thank you so much. God bless you. Appreciate it. Come in. Rob Mighty right there on Sid and Friends in the morning. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.